I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. Do you want to play a game? Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos for creative. I'm your number one fan. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? We have such sights to show you. Welcome to Scary World, where we had to carve out a little bit of extra time to walk you through little things here. And this week in particular, we will finally put to bed the conversation for at least another year, right, Tex? <laughs> uh, right, right. Uh, scream, right? Let's do these uh, these wankings. <laughs> no, no, uh, yeah. The squeam so, wankings. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, for the buddies at home, you know, I got a little note in front of my channel. This is scary well. Scary well squeam wankings, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we... We teased we were going to be doing a full. Um, or wait, did we? What did we tease? We what never teased tea? anything. We have okay. spoken enough <laughs> on this matter before, and now okay. we will do it one more time, including the newest one of the franchise. Yeah. Now that, so we now have that spoken. Out. Yeah, yeah, and now that six is out, we did do the same exact thing last year on the morgue episode of uh, Scream, I think, and we spoke about it. So, um. This time around, we actually have a sixth installment to add to the rankings. And where does that size up, folks? Well, you'll find out in a second, right? So um, let's start from worst to best, right? Yeah, I I think we're pretty much aligned on things. If you know, if if you're you know, if if I know you and you know me, maybe we're at the same level. There is here, a difference but... there in the ranking between the th- the the third spot there, though. Ooh, interesting. Yes. Okay, so, so we will uh, have a debate when it comes to that point. Yeah, we'll start yeah. at the bottom. This is the same for both of us. Uh, the the worst out of the six is Scream Three. Oh I think, my yeah. god! <laughs> um, I, yeah, I don't think there's an argument there, right? There like, is yeah. absolutely no argument about it. Um, it is absolutely the worst one of the entire franchise. The only shining light in the whole thing was Parker Posey's performance as trying to be this Gail Weathers s kind of person. That was fun thing to do um but other than that man this was it was bad it was worse than gail's haircut and gail's haircut was the worst um but this one just the story itself was bad the whole supernatural i saw my mom thing going on was bad um Sydney having a half brother was bad. Like it was just bad. Yeah, it just sucked. Bad, bad, bad ideas. That that almost was the end of everything. You know. Oh, dude, they definitely were like, we can't go out like this. This is because <laughs> because of the greatness of the original one. You cannot end end a franchise of that caliber with a third one of that of that like crappy quality, dude. It was right. it was terrible, right? Um, so. Number six comes in um, um, at number six. We have Scream 3, right? As as we say, so we're, we're working our way up. So at number five, um, we have Scream 6. 
yeah number six is number five yeah, yeah number six is number five that's why i had to clarify real quick just there yeah. um but yeah but but um number five on the rankings right of of mm-hmm. screen franchise comes in the latest one scream six yeah now, we went in pretty full detail and, and and in depth on this one on the podcast on uh, on the morgue episode 144 why don't you go catch that one out folks um it's all there in, in the archives for you guys but we definitely went at full length as to why this one was and is where it is in the rankings it's definitely not as bad as three but it's not as good as the rest of them um they decided to kind of just continue their poo-poo kind of story um and um that's where we that's where we're at now with six. I mean, yeah, Jesus. like good kills or not, like it's still like when you stack it again, like it's something we figured out. It's like when you stack them against the other ones, it's like uh you know, and that's where we get the number four, which is like it's scream five. Uh do you uh, are you in, sitting in the same one with scream five? Are you putting it at four also? I am putting it at three uh, at number Ooh. four. I am putting Scream Two on there. Okay, so on my list, I those switched around. I know yeah. you did. This is where our conversation okay. comes in. So, okay. um, uh, in light of the the Sam story going on um, in Scream Five, we're, mm-hmm. we're going to speak about Scream Two in a second. In Scream Five, I do really like the fact that they thought about something like that. Like the idea was good. It was like, okay, we have, let's do, you know, Sam as this killer. The, uh, the idea in retrospect um, was good. The execution is where it starts getting me a little, a little off, but five did have some really good things in it. I really liked Richie's performance. I think as a person who understood from the jump that you are guilty, he fucking, he worked the entire like audience up until that time. And, and Dewey, you know, God bless him. He gets, you know, a finale that is, you know, like one of the best send offs here. Um, I know it's, it's like, it's, yeah, it's up there with like the, the top deaths in the franchise, right? Like, Dude, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, the double gutting, right? And just like the line of Ghostface saying it's been a pleasure, and then just kind of killing him, like that's that kill encompasses the Scream franchise as it is, right? Just right. the honor to kill this legend, quote unquote, right? Like that's Scream in a nutshell. Um, and I really enjoyed that kill. Um, I like the the um, reveal in um and scream five better than scream two um and i do like the the fact that in scream five you have what seems to be like another sydney hero kind of situation you know Mm -hmm. um i i do wish it was taken a, a little further like we did in four Right. But we do get Sydney back in. Okay. I'm back in town. I got my gun. Where's this guy at? Right. Um, I do wish Gail would have died again in this one. Right. <laughs> she got I shot mean, again. Yeah. Um, but a, um, a, Gail gets a lot of close calls. In these yeah. Gail gets a lot of it. close calls. Abs- too many close calls. She should have yeah. died several times yeah. over. In part six, part six should have been it. Yeah. She yeah. gets stabbed in the same place over and over again. Like, it's like they love stabbing her, like, right under, like, the liver or something. Um, uh, yeah. But, yeah, but I definitely um, uh, – I can't really argue with your decision of making five uh, um, 
the number three on the list, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was, well, no, five, I was, sorry, the, five was my number four. four. The yeah. four on the list. I can't argue because I understand because it continues that kind of that that dreaded story into six, right? But I do, um, I do like the ideas in five. The execution yeah. was where it, it, it kind of got me. That's why I can't really argue with you. And I and two, um, two was like one of the best in two was the second best up until you know you up know until four up out. until yeah. four came out you know yeah um two for me personally two feels a little outdated um like like even watching it again um it it definitely you feel the date on that thing just be just based on like the ages of the of these college students and everything like um it doesn't it feels very mid 90s like just the production feels very mid nineties, you know, the guys like the, the movies early two thousands, but it just feels very old. Um, very like very straight to video horror kind of stuff. Um, right. Right. Yeah. Um, I do like the aggressiveness of that ghost face. Um, I really wish, um, Tex, do you know, as being a huge screen fan, do you know if Timothy Oliphant was actually under the mask or was it like a stunt guy? See, that I don't know. I've never actually, like, a big Scream fan as I am, I've never once thought about this. He's one of the few people that can actually (laughs) put that on, right? And be actually believable, right? Yeah. Because we spoke about that, right? Like, how how I personally don't like... Yeah, it happens in six, and in four, it happens in four, especially too. Like, yes. uh, when Emma Roberts comes out of the ghost face suit and she's like t- 10 inches shorter <laughs> yes, exactly. than like the ghost face we've seen throughout the movie, and it's like, oh no. But yeah, like, and that's a problem in six when you get like the kids showing up as the ghost faces. Yeah. It's like, where, what happened to your height? And it's, um, I think. Five was the problem because you know Richie fit it, but Amber, Amber, but Amber clearly definitely yeah. did not. And it's funny because yeah. Amber was supposed to be the one that killed Dewey. And if you're yes. listen, I watched the movie a couple of times already, yeah, and you know, I'm a yeah, horror fan. You try to notice things like that's definitely not Amber into that suit. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, like that was that look like a Richie kill. You, you see, know? like that whole it's been an honor. It only yeah, makes sense for yeah. Richie, right? Like it would have been. Again, you know, we go back. We we don't want to get into that into that all over again. What could have been, right? Because again, I really liked um, uh, Jack Quaid's performance. Like he really did his best, Huey, right? From the the boys, he's really like this charming guy. Like real good incel. He was yeah, real good yes. at being like a redditor. You know, he's real yes. good at being like, I hate women for not, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, and it's cool because he can do the charming guy thing too. It's like, oh, he's he's a sensitive soul kind of thing. But, but yeah, also, was, you know, he's he the insult, right? Good at being, yeah, he was real good at being an angry nerd. Yeah, know? so, um, like, yeah. I think he did a good job and his frame is is appropriate for that like you know we see with uh, matthew literally in part one his frame appropriate so even with skeet already he was a little shorter but he still you could believe those two were behind the mask but um it, it's a thing i had even in part two um since we're talking about that being ranked number three right now right on your list in part two we're dealing with billy's mom supposedly you know the uh behind the mask on the other side as well so um yeah that's real like it gets it like when you start thinking about that stuff it starts getting into like real friday the 13th territory 
you know, like, oh, it was really Jason's mom the whole time. And you know, you're, like, <laughs> yeah. you're like, oh, really? Was yeah. it? I don't think yeah. so. You know, yeah, and, that's lame. But also, yeah. like, that's a great point you make about Friday the 13th because, like, that's one of the things of this franchise that is very distinct, right? It doesn't count on this monster coming back, you know, from a lagoon or from the dead or from a forest all of a sudden, you know what I mean? It, right. it has people behind it. Um, and that's why I kind of get a little upset when you have like Amber there and then you obviously see, you know, all the iterations of that ghost face are, are pretty tall, <laughs> you know? So it, it kind of it doesn't do a service to the actual ghost face lore of as a character um uh but you know what are you gonna do right what are you gonna do because like yeah this is what happens when because in the first one um you know what we'll talk about the first one we get there um but yeah so a text and i had a difference of opinion between um the fourth and the third but pretty much you know you can play with those two um, as much as you want. There's pros and cons for both. Very yeah. clear pros and cons for both. Um, yeah. uh, like for for instance, um, what's this dude's name? Um, uh, Jerry O'Connell, his name, right? Yes. The boyfriend? Yo, great job because you thought he was guilty. I'm like, oh, the preppy has to be guilty, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you definitely thought he was guilty. He played it. He worked well because like even after I, I knew, I've seen it many times. And even until I saw the movie the other day, I'm like, oh, this guy's guilty, bro. How can you not be guilty? It's How can you not be the one who's guilty? It makes so much sense. So that's a great job on him. Uh, Timothy Oliphant as well. Like, you knew he played um, a very good, like, um, a Billy Loomis and Jace kind of vibe where he looked like this little, like, kind of uh, skanky, yeah, guilty dude, it right? Was, it, was, it was one of those things where it's like, it's, he looks so creepy. You're yeah. Like, nah, you're, or he, not creepy is the wrong word, but he looked guilty, right? He, look, he looked like, guilty. He looked you're guilty. You're like, yo, bro. you look so guilty. It's it's a red herring. Like, there's yeah. no way it's this obvious. And then you're like, oh, it was that obvious. And you're, <laughs> but yeah. the, the real swerve was like, oh no, this was Billy Lewis's mom, also or whatever. And like, yeah, cool. Like, yeah, the ending. Yeah, the more you talk about Screen Two, I'm like, uh, I don't know. Maybe it is a, maybe it is a, a four, you know, because the cause, ending of Scream know, Two, five, like, also is not like one of my favorites too. Yeah, because because five has a really good climax, but also five makes use of part one because yes. it's such a good climax, and that's you know what, and that's also something that carries into Scream Four, which is. Um, I think this is the one where we had the biggest like debate about about the the top two. Yeah. While you know, while three and four, you can easily mix them up. You know, you can easily be like, oh, some days Scream Five is better than Scream Two, and then some days vice versa. Yeah, depending on your mood. Yeah, but with the top two, it's like, well, hmm, it it was really tough because they're both really good, and I know I've uh, we've talked at length about this in one of our and probably like the Scream Five review uh, going all the way back then, mm-hmm. but like Scream Four, it, it hits so much harder because of all the groundwork done by Part One. So it's like, how much do you give it credit for doing its own thing when like a lot of it is because of Part One, and you know that's the thing. It's like is it better than part one because part four is able to take part one and elevate it. But that used to be the argument though, Arturo. But when you, if you rewatch part one, 
it kind of reminds you, hey, this is OG for a reason. There's yeah. a reason why yeah. Scream turned into six movies. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Absolutely agree. Um, part four, like I said, has a, uh, as I've said in the past, it has a bunch of successes in it. I yeah. really like Emma Roberts' character in it. I I like the yeah. salty, you know, cousin who's like who wants attention, but is only seen as Sydney's like you know cousin, not just her own being, you know. Um, like yeah. I like how just petty that whole thing is. It's like that's her reason. Like she's just a petty bitch, you know. What I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's simple as that, you know. Yeah, compare that and compare even Scream Five to like Scream Six, and you'll get why our biggest complaint was like, yo, these characters weren't characters; they were just yeah. fodder. But here, yeah, you have a whole new cast of characters, and kind of like the main trio is just kind of on the outside of it. Yeah, you know, they they're not mm-hmm. really involved until the climax of it, which is which is good. Like it's yeah, like, which oh, is very good. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It, it, it's very good. Like you have Dewey on the outside doing his cop work, being the cop, right? Being on the yes. outside, not knowing all the details. Um, and it, it it focuses on this young generation of actors, right? This young talent that was there that was um trying to do its best to assert itself in this kind of crazy franchise that was already surrounding them in story and in real yeah. life you know yeah because it was a big commentary on remakes at the time yes and it's so it just like the first scream it's so forward thinking in the fact that like not only did did it kind of pick up on the fact that we were going through a lot of remakes at that time mm-hmm. but there's no way that uh, Craven and Williamson would have ever guessed that we'd kind of still be in that era, like with the requels and stuff in part five and six. Like when you yep. look at screen four, it already did that. You know, it's Dude. already been a remake and a sequel, right? Dude. And to your point about forward thinking, just writing in the whole streaming um, yeah. of the murders, just recording the murders, doing, doing a live cam thing. That was very forward thinking. Like um, that was that. And it, that is the, the reason, one of the main reasons I feel that this movie stays relevant because it's like, oh, like, of course, the killers are streaming their shit, you know, like that's what's done these days, you know. Right. Um, yeah. So it, it was very cool for them to kind of predict the future in terms of entertainment and all that kind of other stuff. Um, uh, also, I do like how. Um, 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 uh, back to Emma Robert, I do like her crazy episode, you know, when she kind of just exposes that psycho, you know, and she shoots her boyfriend in the dick, you know, that was awesome. Yeah, it's it's wild stuff. Like now you get a whole climax with just the kids themselves. And then, then you get the whole extra part of the movie, which is the finale to the franchise, right? It's like a, it was meant to be a send off to Sydney and the franchise in general, like, you get a whole like hospital fight scene, you get Sydney with one of the best uh, lines in horror of like, don't fuck with the original. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, there's no other franchise that would have been able to pull off that kind of line, you know? And then you get part one, which is like, you get part one as our number one. And, you know, some like sometimes I'm like, yeah, Scream 4, it's, it's right there, it's neck and neck. But, when you really absorb part one again and just let yourself absorb it, you're like, okay, no, this is, this is the OG. Like, yeah. Part one is so good. Yeah. I, so, I'm, so very, very like, good. Yeah. It, it aged well too. Like even like outside of maybe like the phone thing, which is just old technology. And even then, like you can argue that it still works, right? Like it's, it's just good, man. Like, yeah. It, 
the, the phone thing, con- yeah, yeah, the phone thing con- still works, dude. The yeah. phone thing still works, right? Yeah. Um, we all have mobile phones now, and it's funny because back then, like Billy had this chunky mobile phone, right? And Sydney was like, "Oh my god, you have a phone? It has to be you," you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and she was that right. Was it was him. Plot point. Yeah, that was a big plot. <laughs> um, and that was another thing. That's the Timothy yep. Oliphant thing, where it's like, "Yo, he's so guilty. There's no way he's the guy." But then you're like, "Oh, yeah, oh, he's he the guy," the, you know? Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So part one. Um, first off, it pretty much has all the best kills in the franchise. Pretty much all the all the like big scene kills, man. You get like just the first two kills in the movie alone. Uh, Casey Becker and her boyfriend, just huge moments in horror history. Um, and and also moments that's that show, hey, Craven's fucking he's brutal, bro. Like yeah, there's little, guts everywhere. Yeah, there's Casey Becker hanging from a tree with her guts hanging out. That's good shit, folks. And that's only the first what five minutes of the movie. Yeah, it's it's my it, goodness, man. Yeah, you don't you don't throw around the word iconic too often, but that's it's iconic. It's an iconic opening. It's I, it's yeah, it's become such a staple of the Scream franchise as a whole until you know Scream Five kind of threw that out the window, right? But yeah yeah but um she should have died she should have died it would have made a better movie yeah tara should have died in tara got, now. you know how many times she got stabbed for her for her she got stabbed at least three or four times in the back that means yeah richie has terrible fucking aim all right because yeah, that, that was yeah. richie there not amber so richie yeah, should have stabbed it, her like right in the neck should have slit her throat before the cops showed up yeah and and part one it's got you know not only are there so many little things in each of the scenes, you get Matthew Lillard, who's like amazing. Who's yeah, who is just Simply turning amazing. up like a yeah, like he's he's turning in such like a like a I don't know, masterclass really. Because like not only are there little things between him and like Ski Aldrich that you can see like in their dialogue. You're like, oh yeah. In retrospect, you're like watching. You're like, oh yeah. They're definitely the killers talking about the killing, right? Like, yeah, they're exactly. Like, they're basically winking at each other without doing it, right? And but then you get the climax, which is the best climax in like, oof, shit. yeah, it's dude, it, it's so good. It really ranks high up there, like in terms yeah. of horror, because it's it, like it's so it, good. It was the not only it was the surprise back then of like, oh, it wasn't just one killer; it was two. Surprise, yeah, like, Sydney. Yeah, it was oh, such a classic line right there. That surprise, Sydney, and then leading her into the kitchen, and we get this gorgeous sequence just unfolding in front of us of just Wes Craven just kind of yeah. just like like showing you like Bob Ross, we're gonna put a little a little treachery over here, a little motive over here, some yeah, blood here, some blood here. They're like, like they're talking about everything. Like, dude, it's kills. it's so good. And then yeah. That one scene where Billy is explaining the motive, like as you mentioned with Matthew Litter, um, at his performance, like there's one scene where, where, where Billy goes deep into the motive, you know, as to why his mom left and his mom cheated on. I mean, uh, that that uh, that Sydney's mom was cheating with his dad, blah 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 blah, and and then like you see Matthew Litter's face, like Stu's face, just drop because he didn't even know why Billy was doing all this stuff for real, you know, um, so. I love the fact that they get into that and then 
Billy and Stu get into that back and forth stabbing situation, which is just so iconic because of just all the stabbings and and just a Matthew Lillard sweater, that white sweater that just soaks up all the blood. Mm-hmm. And he's just like like dribbling everywhere because he's dying. I think I'm dying here, man. It's so good. And then that uh, that one scene that he just that Billy throws the phone at him. It's like you hit me with a fucking phone, you know, and then he grabs the phone again and he's talking and he's talking on the phone and he's like, hello, Sydney, are you there? And then he goes like, oh, my mom's going to be so mad at me. Yeah, dude, it's, it's just so good, like crazy, like crazy a sociopath kind of behavior that's just really well done by these two. Um, even Skeet Ulrich, honestly, like he's he's the alpha male in terms I of mean, like that's why they brought him back in Scream Five. Yeah, like know? he's the alpha male in terms of like the killer. Like he he's like you know no no we're here we're killing you know I mean you know, you know the the movies don't create psychos movies make psychos more creative yeah you know that's just oh. one of those lines that like you know stands out because it's such a well written line but also because it's Skeet like because he helps pull it off you know and it's just like it's good that's man. the best thing he's ever gonna do in life man yeah is, is and be Billy Loomis. Nothing wrong with that, right? Nothing it's, wrong with that at all, especially especially because of that final act in in, in Scream One, man, back in '96. Like, yeah. like, dude, and then he dies so well when Gale shoots him and like right up here, right in the chest. Like, yeah. he's just like squirming and like just the spitting of the blood. Proper, like his death is so good. Like he he plays it so well when he's just like down on the floor, shot, just very good. Um, and then good um, stuff, man. Dude, you know, and, and then you have such strong supporting characters too, like Randy. He sticks around. Tatum has a great death, right? And yeah, she's also a strong death. character. Yeah, I wish you would stick around some more. Tatum, we love you. <laughs> oh man, you should have stuck around, but, you, but you're hanging off of a you know a doggy door in a garage. So, man, dude, Scream One, man, um, Scream One legit takes the top spot it's, in the entire franchise still, you know and that's not you know that's not nostalgia talking that's it's not, not nostalgia like, talking it's absolute just um movie criticism like yeah. when you break it down just in actual t- a technical movie talk it's absolutely I'm not going to say flawless because everything has a flaw but it's as it's close, close to a, a yeah. perfect horror movie as you can get especially in the late 90s man like Wes Craven like had a job to do he understood. He's like, hey, horror is going to go to shit if I don't do something right now. Dude, you remember, folks, you guys remember the Hellraiser rankings, all right? We did last time. Yeah. And a shitload of those were late 90s, early 2000s horror, man. It was bad. In comes Wes Craven in 96 with this just piece of de resistance we call Scream. Um, a master class, as text puts it, not just um, with performances, not just with practical effects, not just in suspense and thrills and swerves and writing of a of a movie, but just in horror. Like the dude, the dude was like, "Hey, I'm gonna have to pull the best '78 Carpenter I can to kind of kick this thing back in gear," you know. Yeah. And uh, and he does just that with Scream, folks. Um, if you haven't seen it, Paramount Plus has all the Scream movies um, up on there. Please go watch Scream 96. It is one of the best horror movies 
ever made, um, has one of the best climaxes ever produced and ever shot, ever executed. Um, that final scene will forever live in infamy, as a president once said, I believe. Um, so yeah, folks, that has been mm-hmm. Scary World. I hope you guys go check out The Morgue. We have 145 episodes for you guys in the archives. Go check out the Scary World episodes as well. Go check out some of the Crips episodes as well. We'll be coming with with you. We'll be coming to you with more Crips and more Scary Worlds as the year goes on. Stay tuned for those. Um, don't forget to check us out on all social medias. Like, share, subscribe. Um, a big shout out to Nick Valdez. Big shout out for Del Virus for the artwork once again. And folks, always remember, it's a scary world out there, but we are here to walk you through it. 